welcome to SAL Podcast Group. I'm excited to bring you Episode 2 by Jesse. Hi, I'm Jesse Ashan, and my social impact and leadership project this year is to find out more about Instagram's effect on middle school students. The purpose of this podcast is to get an adult's viewpoint on Instagram and see what they think about how kids use it. Right now, I'm here with the Dean of Students at my school, Laura Hale, and I'm speaking to her because she has knowledge of kids' behavior as she is a teacher and is now the Dean of Students. Hello, Miss Hale. Hello, Jesse. Today, I'm going to be asking you some questions, just of your opinion on Instagram and like how you think it affects students in different ways. Right. What is your like general opinion of Instagram? Mm-hmm. Do you like it? Um, I like Instagram. I guess I'll start off by saying that the thing about social media that has always been really hard for me are all the opinions. Yeah. Um, it is social media is typically a place where where if you have the ability to like post a comment, um, there's a lot of back and forth and, um, you know, uh, people really feeling inspired around being right. Instagram to me is, um, very, um, image based Mm -hmm. and it's a, a platform where you could, where I could follow, um, people based on pictures. Um, I was never interested in Instagram for followers. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the that is the biggest difference that I see um, in my use versus a child or a teenager's use. What I've seen in my friends and stuff is they're always just looking at what their friends have posted, making sure to like it, making sure to comment. There's a little thing you can text that st- that says LMR, which stands for like my recent. And if you're ever in like a group chat with your friends, you'll just see someone te- text like LMR. And that means you have to go on their Instagram or something and just, you know, like it. Oh, right. And they just want that popularity and things like that. Right, right. And like none of my friends even like really use it for dopamine or anything. Right. Every time um, someone follows you or likes what you're doing, uh, you feel a small like twinge of pride. Yeah, exactly. Or success. Mm-hmm. And that's the dopamine hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you think like kids who are like, Let's say just right now, like 12, like 11 to 12, I feel like a lot of kids get Instagram at that age, should be having Instagram. Because like from to be exposed to this kind of thing at that age might give you some pretty bad habits like later on. With Instagram, you have content being created by the, the yeah. people who are the age right. <laughs> who are looking at the content. So I'm not, I don't have a, I don't have an opinion about whether that's good or bad, but I but I do have an opinion that Instagram is just a, a new, it's like a, it's an updated media for something that's existed already. Mm-hmm. Like just looking at that stuff, like the lighthearted things, like mm-hmm. not like friends who are like with everybody except for you or something mm-hmm. like that. Just mm-hmm. like, like a funny thing you heard at school or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's nice and lighthearted. I feel like when you think of social media, that should be like kind of the amount, like the stuff that you should see. Yeah, like low stakes, not serious. Exactly. But you know, it's like after school, like kids, like they're always like checking their phones. Like, like even I do that. Like yeah, I know, I know. At at like at like two fifty six. Yeah. 
Um, I see lots of kids' heads go down yeah. and they're on their phones. Um, that That is just about that dopamine hit. Right. You know, okay. about feeling connected um, to to your bigger community. Like, how do you think Instagram, like, kind of, like, differs from other social medias? You talked about it with Facebook in the beginning. I... I tend to think Instagram is more harmless mm -hmm. than some of the other um, other social media apps. Mm -hmm. um, the TikTok videos. Um, I I I have seen some good come of it. I also think that what happened uh, the good is like. I had a, a ceramic student who watched a watched a series of TikTok videos by a, a ceramicist and learned some techniques. Yeah. Um, I think that the ugly side of it, or the the, the downside of it, is um, this feeling like we have to be entertaining all the time. Like our lives aren't our own in a way. Like they belong to other people. One thing I thought of mm. when we were talking about this was like about all these across all social media platforms. Really, I'd see I'd say TikTok and Instagram are the ones where this is most evident. It's like toxic like comment sections. You know, mm. like under a post, like you'll post something of you doing something cool, but then there's always that those few comments that like look for the worst yeah. part of you and just say it the, mostly to get likes on that comment sure to be so hateful that people encourage that say they mm -hmm. like your the hate yeah yeah and people yeah. try to do like dark humor you know right like, and like it just sometimes it's too far yeah i don't have a lot of experience with that yeah i know it's out there in instagram um but yeah that is that is the worst part of social media for sure do you think instagram has any like positive effects on I, th instagram? I think instagram can be um, idea generating um, visually. Let's say you're interested in a kind of sink called a farmhouse sink. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a kind of sink in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, you can start following that and you can get lots of ideas about how uh, visual ideas about how people have these ha have designed their kitchens around these sinks. Mm -hmm. um, and you can get all of that without words like you can get all of that without like inter exchanging ideas with someone it's just visual information one picture can really summarize a lot of things no again where we get into um da the danger zone or where, where we get off track is when we are we get um tangled in judgment also when you do something so harmless on instagram like again like if you post a picture of your broken leg or something someone be like no way you just like did that or, i don't know that's yeah you're is, but, like you're you're an idiot for yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like people do do that kind of thing i know it just makes people feel bad yeah and then you can also like misinterpret like sure. a picture or something like did, they, did these people post this picture of all of them so they can show me that I wasn't there or right. something like that? Like sure. there's a lot of exclusion. I don't know any adults who use it that way, but I can see how kids would use it that way. I was told a few years ago that some students, for example, turn on, they who have iPhones, they turn on their red receipt. You know, so when you get a text message, it will say red at such and such time. But kids were telling me they turned it on 
to like sweat other people so that leave them on red and things like yes that. right like I read your comment but I'm not going to respond to you adolescence is really about figuring out relationship and when you're working on figuring out relationship you have to try out all kinds of behaviors and a lot of those behaviors are really hurtful yeah and so when kids are are trying out hurtful behaviors and the technologies available kids are clever they're going to find out they're going to use it in a way that serves their need to be exploring meanness I think a negative effect is anything that draws you in and you, and you can't feel, you, you can't, you don't feel like you can release from mm-hmm. um, is a negative. The t- amount of time that it takes away from um, living <laughs> and it's also the, um, the, the, the way people are going to try out those behaviors and it's, it's going to be hurtful at some point. You know those like questions you can put on your Instagram story mm-hmm. and you just want to? I see a lot of that with like my friends and my sister. They always do that, and like they like it when people respond. Yeah, and I think it can become an addiction. Yeah, definitely. Like a lot of kids are definitely addicted to Instagram. Just no doubt about it. And mm-hmm. they're always looking at it. Like even when I'm, I remember I would be hanging out with some friends, and like they would just go on their phone and look at like Instagram or TikTok, and it's just an addiction. Like that's what it is. Like mm-hmm. you can't stop themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have to have like moments where like hold on, I just need to stare at my phone for a little bit. They, they call themselves out as well. All right. Yeah. And it's just like not great. It gets kind of boring to hang out with people like sure, that. Sure, sure. I think that's it. Great. Thanks right. so much, Jesse. Yeah, thank you. It was you. a pleasure to chat with you yeah. about Instagram. Hello, I'm here with my dad. We're going to be talking about Instagram's effect on teenagers. And I'm talking to him because we've had conversations just like this before many times. And I know he also has a lot of strong opinions about Instagram and social media in general. So let's get started. What's your general opinion on Instagram? Kind of like, how do you think about it? I don't use Instagram a lot, so I don't think about it a ton. But I do think about it for work, and I do think about it for, you know, how you and your sister use it. I think it can be a great platform. Sharing photos is a lot of fun. It can be a, a great way to keep people up to date on what you're doing and ways to share you know, what's happening with your kids' lives with, with grandparents and things like that. And I think that's all terrific. And I think there are a lot of adults who use it that way, and it's and it can be very healthy. I also think it has a lot of addictive properties, and I think people get caught up in it. And they once they start scrolling, they can't stop. Mm-hmm. And I think kids use it in both those ways, in healthy ways and less healthy ways, but also they use it as a communication platform, which is something I think most adults probably don't share as much as as younger users do, which is both a good thing and a bad thing. Yeah. I think everybody gets caught up in the idea of likes Mm -hmm. and comments and, you know, sharing the perfect photo and checking religiously throughout the night to make sure you got as many comments as you were hoping for and all that. I think that's something that is common to younger users and adults. I think the, the, as I mentioned there, there's, an addictive quality to it, which is the sort of, you know, you need to keep picking up your phone. You can't put it down. You can't stop scrolling. You can't stop checking to see how many likes it's got. I think that in my humble opinion is something that younger users are slightly more susceptible to than adults. But I emphasize the word slightly because I think it definitely impacts adults as well. Yeah. 
and why do you think that students or kids care so much? Like, because we know they do, but what, what do you think really drives that? I think we are wired to care. I don't think it's something that we necessarily have a choice. And one of the reasons I don't use Instagram is because I think once you start using it and you go from casual user to heavier user, then you get caught up in this and then in that whole idea. Like, what do you think are the main negative effects? You talked about addiction, but like other things, just like what do you think kids get into? Well, there's the opportunity cost, right? It's, if you spend a huge amount of time doing one thing, you're by definition spending less time doing other things. I would prefer that you spend less time on social media and more time doing things that I think are good for your brain, like reading. Yeah. Or going outside and playing basketball, exercising, whatever it may be. And it's obviously it all comes down to balance. I don't think there should be no time spent on Instagram or other platforms. I just think there should be less time and then spending other th time doing other things that are better for you. Do you think there are any like positive aspects to it? I do. As I said, I think that notion of, of keeping people up to date on what's going on in your life, and I think that's, and it's a fun way to do it. I, and there's also that aspect to it. It is fun. And I think photos is a, is a great way to, um, it sounds sort of silly, but I think it, it's an interesting way to have a conversation in, yeah. through photography. Yeah. And from your knowledge, Instagram, well, first of all, Instagram, I feel like, is most popular with kids. Like, a, a lot of kids I know don't really use Facebook or things yep. like that. But Instagram's pretty popular when it comes to, th like, sharing things about your life. Like, TikTok is entertainment. Snapchat is, like, communication. Just mo mostly from what I've seen. Instagram is kind of, like, you know, like, what's going on with you. So how do you think that kind of differs from, like, Facebook? I think Facebook has absolutely no redeeming qualities whatsoever and has no value at all. And yeah. if, if it disappeared, I think the world would be in a better place. So... Maybe at some intuitive level, kids actually understand that. I don't, I've never met a kid who thinks that Facebook is a good thing. Um, I think, you know, the things we talked about Instagram already, that, that sort of natural appeal to it, the photography imagery is, is compelling, it's fun. And so I think that it makes sense that kids would be drawn to that. Snapchat and, and Instagram have some overlapping qualities, I think. But there's also like Snapchat stories and things like that. Yeah, All which right. Instagram stole from Snapchat. Really? Yep. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Okay. What do you think about the age restrictions? Like, Instagram, if you go to the app store and look at it, it says, like, 12 and up. But, like, what do you think is the real age for a kid to be allowed to have? So what's interesting, those are actually not age restrictions. Those are recommendations. Right. Anything that has addictive qualities, mm -hmm. whether it's drugs or candy or a social media platform, kids who are... I don't know exactly what the right cutoff is, but certainly under 12, they should not be doing that without some kind of parental involvement. Yeah. Because I don't think they know what they're getting into. And I think even if the, the worst consequence is just they spend way too much time on their phone and not have enough time doing other things like homework, that's bad enough that a parent should be involved to make sure that their, their kids aren't you know, wasting their time, for lack of a better way to describe it. But there's also dangerous things that happen on these platforms, right? I mean, there's kids who get approached by strangers and people who are looking to do things that are not good with children and yeah. the younger you are the less likely you are to recognize that mm -hmm. what do you think is the right age for instagram 14 15 is when you should get it because like people can get really addicted like you said and things like that and just kind of like find a lot of things they learn on social media which might not always be right and i don't know if you like get 
caught up in something like that at a young age and like let's say you don't have like parents that like watch over you or aren't as protective like it might kind of like set you up badly for things later in life do you think at 14 or 15 you're old enough to be able to use instagram unsupervised i think you can be smarter with it but maybe the reason why i'm saying this is because like when you get it at a younger age like 12 or something you learn about the things that are dangerous more on social media you know like so by the time you're 14 or like 15 something like that you'll be more knowledgeable on like what not to do is instagram for you and your friends a source of news or that's more tiktok that's more like tiktok i mean i don't watch tiktok to find to look at news or but anything. you come across it i come across more news on tiktok because it's just like you know videos instagram is more pictures that's another area where i think there's harm which I guess TikTok, uh, Instagram is not as susceptible to as some of the other platforms. I don't think it's a, as much of a source of misinformation as some others are, but that could be a subject of another podcast that we could talk about one day. All right. All right. Dad, thank you. You did a very good job. You answered all my questions. So, yeah. Thank you. No problem. This was a lot of fun. Yes, it was. Thank you for listening to my podcast, and I hope you gained a little bit more information about Instagram's effect on students. Thank you for listening to this episode of SAL Podcast Group. That was episode two by Jesse. Check out our other podcast by SAL Podcast Group. We hope to see you again.